I'm going to go ahead and do as I was told and start right at 10 since we have a pretty busy morning um, today. Uh, So I'll go ahead and lead us in prayer real quick and then we'll get started. Lord, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for um, just the excitement of the holidays and the the fun that we get to have today, God. I pray that you would just um, speak through me, that you would that you would use me and that you would just uh, speak your, your, your truth to us, God, into our hearts so that we could um, turn that truth out to those that are around us. Lord, I thank you for the ways that you love us. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, so I want to tell you a little story as we get started. Um, it may surprise some of you and others of you know me well enough or know me from my first mock table three years ago. That big groups are not my jam, and God has changed that um, and grown me so much through being here, so I thank you for that opportunity, but I wanted to share with you um, just a a tip that I I got as I was um, growing in these last two or three years, especially as being part of MOPS. Um, As an introvert, um, we can sometimes have the thought of here I am is playing in our head when we walk into a space or a crowded room especially. Um, and it's not that we want people to see us, but we're not other fo- focused on others. And the tip I heard was, instead of having here I am play in our head, what if we had the there you are playing in our head? And so that's kind of reframed my um, my inhibition or my anxiety whenever I come into large groups or gatherings where I don't feel like I know people. Or um, And so I just wanted to share that because it... It helps us see others if we're focusing on the there you are, if we can just play that in our head when we're feeling nervous or anxious about being in a big group or in a new place. Um, it can really refresh us. And that's kind of where I started um, mentally as I was looking over um, Galatians 4 for this, this time together. If we can focus on others, it helps us love those um, that are around us and it removes the focus off ourselves. And so when we're seeing others, um, it allows God to, to work through us because we can we can um, have those thoughts of what should I say to that person and God gives us that what we need to ask that person or God reminds us oh they told me they were moving or those different um, social situations we can be in but as we're thinking about seeing um, the Bible talks about in the Old Testament um, you probably know the story of Hagar and Sarah um, where God was called El Roy the God who sees by Hagar and in the New Testament where we're at today Um, In Galatians, Paul says, um, he uses the Old Testament story of Sarah and Hagar to show his readers that life um, defined by adhering to the law was not enough. And so that's what I kind of wanted to start about um, talking about today is that the life that Christ offers us um, through faith is far better than the life um, that the law offers us. Um, So here it comes in Galatians 4, verse 21. Tell me, you who want to be under the law, are you not aware of what the law says? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by the slave woman, that's Hagar, and the other by the free woman, that's Sarah. His son by the slave woman was born according to the flesh, but his son by the free woman was born as a result of a divine promise. And then it continues in verse 28. It says, now you, brothers and sisters, like Isaac, are children of promise. Um, So we know that God promised Abraham, right, that all the nations of the earth would be blessed through him. And we understand that to mean that the Messiah was coming, all right? That's what we're celebrating this Christmas, is that Jesus would come through that lineage. Um, But at the time that that promise was spoken, uh, Abraham didn't have any kids, 
So it kind of seems like a weird promise to say that through you, everybody in the whole world is going to be blessed. And then he has um, no offspring, nobody. And so when it seemed like that promise wasn't going to come true, um, Sarah hatches a plan to help God. And so it's like she's taking God's promise and she's adding the ingredient that's missing so that it can be fulfilled. Right. And don't we do that a lot when we're tired of waiting or when we don't think um, God's going to come through for us, we kind of add a little bit of taste of our effort um, to help God along. And as we know, because we know how it ended, that that did not work out so well for Sarah and for Abraham. So she gives Hagar um, to her husband, and that's where we get Ishmael, right? So the couple lives for years thinking that Ishmael is the result of God's promise. And I just kind of sat on that for a while because for years, they thought this was it. Like, this is the son that, um, that all the earth is going to be blessed through. We did it, you know. And then God reminds them, nope, that's not the way that it was supposed to happen. It's going to come through you, Sarah. And so um, salvation, I took that because salvation does not come through our effort. So when Sarah was trying to add her effort to what God had already said was going to happen, it didn't result in a promised child. And that's what we see in, um, in Galatians because he says that the, the slave woman, um, that son was born, born according to the flesh or human effort, but the son by the free woman was the result of a divine promise. So when we're at the end of what's humanly possible, when we're at the end of our wits with our kids or when we're at the end of ourselves, Or our personality, like our personality says, nope, we're not going to do that. That's when God shows up. So I would say don't put a a cap on God's promise or put a cap on a time limit on when he has to fulfill what he says he's going to do. And I think it's interesting that um, Isaac's name actually means he will laugh or he will rejoice. So how cool of God to give him a name like that. Um, So as we're thinking about this, what kind of reassurances um, to God's promise would have been helpful to Sarah in that time of waiting so that she wouldn't take control herself and try to finish it for God. Um, and what would we have said? Maybe that'll be a question in our uh, discussion time is what maybe could we have said to a friend like that? If Sarah was our friend um, while she's waiting on God to um, fulfill his promise. So what I want for us to think about today is in those, um, in those unseen tasks, those things that you do on a day-to-day basis, we all wear many hats. There's so many of us. I was thinking about y'all on the way up here. Um, during my drive, like, I'm not the only mom that also contributes financially to my family. There are so many of y'all that are also doing, in addition to all the other hats, you're volunteering here or there, or you're, um, you've got side gigs, and you're helping your family, and you're, you're going all, on all cylinders all the time, and so I want you to know that, um, I hope that you hear the Holy Spirit whisper to you, I see you, um, just like Hagar was able to call God Elroy, the God who sees, that in those tasks that you may feel like you're the only one that has to do X, Y, or Z, or you're the only one that's going to notice that X, Y, Z or happened, um, I pray that the Holy Spirit whispers to you, um, I see you. Um, and when somebody, you know, messes up their pants for the third time in one day, you can say, God sees me. And that, that, that comforts me and that makes it enough. And that gives me the right spirit and the right attitude as I respond to what's going on around me. Um, so let that be your um, contemplative thought as we continue. Um, and then real quickly, I just wanted to show you, um, there, it's about a 10 minute long um, video. It's kind of a, it's called a modern oratory, fancy word for just saying it's kind of like a poem. And it's done by Nicole C. Mullen and she's going to carry us through from the time of Hagar calling God Elroy 
um, into the New Testament when Mary calls um, God her Elroy. So if after this plays, um, it'll roll some credits so we can just cut that off and then the discussion um, questions will come up. So I hope you have a, a blessed time watching this and that it encourages you.